1: Joining us right now on the Harbor One Hotline, yet another expert in Patriots football here to provide some of his analysis uh-huh. and perspective and so much more. My guide, mm-hmm. yours, the one, the only, Christian Foye. Foyer, what'd you think today, buddy?
0: Well, let's just say, like, if somebody asked me today, what did I learn about this offense? I don't mean you use the defense as any, you know, guide at all. That was that offense for the Colts was terrific. So I don't even really look at the defense. I look at the offense because that's where I'm concerned with. I didn't learn anything, nothing. I think they can they can throw a seam route. That happened for the first time this year. I was that was fun to watch. But you're never going to learn anything. You're never going to know anything. You're never going to know if Mac is fixed or if he's better or if the offense is equipped to play against and beat good teams until the offensive line is fixed and the offensive line is fixed. There's going to get some getting used to Matt recalibrating his own head to figure out when he should run, when he should throw. Is he keeping his time downfield too long? I don't know, guys. It's just, listen, it could be worse. How about that?
2: Okay, that's very optimistic, so I'll stick with optimism, and I'll ask you a midseason question because five and four, we passed the midseason point. So Matt, uh, excuse me, Matt Patricia now has a half a season under his belt as a play caller, offensive coordinator, coach. Are you feeling better, worse, or how you expected about Matt Patricia as an offensive leader?
0: Yeah, probably if I'm being honest, probably a little worse. Probably worse. Um, I just don't feel like he should be calling plays. Uh, I don't think he should be the offensive coordinator. Um, I just feel like, you know, we'll be talking about this, you know, until the end of the year. I just thought that they should have brought in a, you know, qualified, experienced, you know, reputable offensive coach i just don't understand i mean i guess i do but that's ultimately what i think they will do you know because all this this whole relationship between coach and and player i don't think works i don't think it does and that's not saying that either person is bad it's just sometimes it doesn't work and usually the player gets the benefit of the doubt in this situation i'm not sure if it's going to be that way
1: and that person they could bring in, a reputable offensive coordinator with familiarity of the system, the players and the coach, could be Josh McDaniels, who might be making a quick exunt in Las Vegas because woe be his season so far, Christian. It has been
0: bad. But Yeah, I don't think so. No, yeah, I, I know. They, I know. They got, I, know. They got a, I know. But it is funny, like I saw I heard that stat. Oof. That's pretty bad. That's really bad, but damn, like he, they just gotta ride it out.
1: I mean, like it's it's brutal. I mean, they he a multi-year deal with lots of money, and they're already calling for his head now. It seems like it's an unmitigated disaster. But uh, let's try to focus more. I got on... a question for you guys. Oh, I got I, I got a question. Love, real quick. Yeah, did table you guys turned. hear?
0: Did you guys did you guys hear the, the uh, Max post game?
1: Yes, yes, we did. All uh, like ten. Okay. Minutes of it. yes.
0: Like the laser show, the laser guy Evan Lazar, pew pew pew, pew asked a question about <laughs> like when he looks at. The you know the when he looks at like the you know the the stills, yeah, does he recognize that he missed guys, and he said, i'm just going to paraphrase because i can't remember exactly what he says he's like, no, that's basically imagination land it's not real it's not real, and I thought that was then what does he look at you know he gave a long answer, which I thought was pretty interesting, the most talking I think he's ever been yep. explaining what really goes into things, and I was interesting, he's like, yeah, so he doesn't really look at those." stills as any like like value to me it doesn't look like there's any
2: value in it yeah he that jumped out to me too I think he may have said something along the lines of like a false reality Mm -hmm. if you look at the stills and it was he was fixating on and painting a picture of my eyes are supposed to be in a certain place based on the play call the coverage the progressions Mm -hmm. so sometimes this is how I took the answer sometimes yeah there's a guy open over there but my eyes are not supposed to be over there So by the nature of the play, yeah, he's open, and yeah, you in the press box see him, and yeah, the still photo sees him, but I was coached for my eyes to be over here, right? Like, that's the way I took it, Um, but it definitely jumped out at me. Another thing that jumped out at me was the quote uh, later on talking about, and again, I'll paraphrase too, like, it's not supposed to be that hard (laughs) to drive offensively. Like, it it was a very honest, I thought, uh, answer, but also alarming of how hard it is the one thing I will say, Christian, I thought, and you guys talk to him every week except when he was hurt, but I thought that was as kind of um, upbeat a tone and energy as, as I can remember from Mac in a while. Did, did you get that from him after this game? No,
0: I, I know. You know, I just watch. I know. Uh, do you watch it live or are you at home? We, listen, we we were well, listening. We're, we're in the studio. No, we're working. We're actually doing yeah, the radio show. Oh, okay. You're on it right now. Right. Well, I'm not sure. I'm not <laughs> sure. Okay. So, no, it's sometimes I because I watch it at home and then I go yep. and I leave it and because I, I like watching it at home. Mm-hmm. I from the TV copy, it didn't look any different than it ever does, to be honest with you. He looked okay. the same old robotic guy. Um, but back to that comment about like a false reality, I do think that is interesting cuz I mean, Andy, I've kind of jumped over to your side as far as how you view Mac. Like I've been, it's just it's kind of over there now. Yep. I do think he has rabbit ears, and I do think that he looks at what I like. We, my show, likes to call the All Twenty Two (laughs) crew, like the Evan Lazars of the world. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, he was open. It's like, oh, why don't you throw it over there? Well, okay, I'm looking at it from you know the the you know the All Twenty Two version of the TV, right? So I'm like, wow, and then they replay it. Look, the flats open. This guy's open. Well his eyes are forcing him this way. Like right. he's, he's waiting. So it's almost like, you know, go suck it. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm supposed to look to my left, but I'm also supposed to, you know, have faith that these knuckleheads aren't going to get me killed. Like the first two drives, the first two series were so bad. Like poor Cole strange. Like, if he, like the fact that he had to go up against Brett uh, Buckner and uh, Grover Stewart is like, not even fair. Yep. They pull him right away. They they put in Isaiah Wynn. Kajus is like molasses slow. I, I just That's my point. I'm like looking at this going, this it was, it, was like it, it was terrible, terrible. And I don't even think you can judge him. I don't even think you can grade him based on that alone.
1: Well, good news is that Isaiah Wynn, with another penalty today, continues to lead the NFL in most penalties yeah. called on a single player in the NFL, not just offensive lineman and Christian. This I find just like so so many different things to offer here, but – it's stupefying to me that the Patriots lead the league in turnovers in the Bill Belichick era. The Patriots are the have turned the ball over the most in the NFL, which is just like so un-Bill, and I, I just don't yeah. understand. Like, okay, good. Mac even highlighted in his presser talking about you know, uh, you know, in addition to like you know you know, th- telling the All-22 crew to kick rocks. Like, he said, like, hey, I didn't throw a pick today. Like, he's conscious and aware of the fact that he's thrown yeah. a pick in every game this season and in several games dating back to last season, too. Like, you can't do that. And Myers puts the ball on the ground this week. Like, where is this fundamental breakdown coming from that flies in the face of what we used to know about Bill's brand of football?
0: I would say, give the guy for the Colts. I can't remember his name. That was an unbelievable play. Sometimes uh, I think, you,
1: O'carri- just
0: have... uh, Bobby yeah, I think you just have to... I think you just have to tip your cap. Now, that was a really good play. The guy came in, but then you would say, well, tuck it away. Well, yeah, he's trying to get extra yards, and I get it, but I Mm -hmm. think that was an unbelievable play. The thing with Isaiah Wynn is, I don't know, someone would have to fact-check this. I don't know if Bill has ever, in the history of his coaching career, ever had a player that on his team or any of his teams that had led the NFL in penalties. That guy would be gone. Like, he would be gone so fast because there's nothing he hates more than error hurricane repeaters Like, he hates them. Don't go offside. Okay, he goes offside. Hey, make sure you're careful with your hands. Okay, got it. You get another holding call. Hey, don't do this. Hands to the face. Just hands to the face. Hey, let's hold your water. Don't jump offside. Jumps offside. It, it, I don't know. You. That's not fixable, right? You guys, like, there's like you can, you can tell them all you want. It's not computing. He doesn't
2: get it. So you said we can't take anything positive away from what the defense did because the Colts' offense is putrid, and I agree. Sam Ellinger was was overmatched from play one when Judon sacked him till the final snap of the game. He's not a quarterback. He, he's not, and they're trying to tank. They're trying to lose. I do think there's some truth to that. But just on Judon, I, I think he is light years more dominant this year than he was a year ago when even at this time a year ago people were talking about him as a Defensive Player of the Year candidate. Christian, you were ahead of that curve, and then he fell off the map. But is Judon able, or do you see him keeping this up through the remainder of the season? Because it wasn't just today. First half of the the Ravens game, he was all over Lamar. It kind of fell off in the second half as Lamar ran. But do you think what, what Judon is doing is sustainable? Because if so, I think he's going to be the Defensive Player of the Year.
0: Well, um, then I'm a year late on that one. But the answer is yes. I don't think, I think today it was an outlier with the offensive line. And it was almost comical, to be honest with you, the amount of opportunities yes. that they were getting. Because that to me is like, as a defensive end or a rush linebacker, you may only get one, right? And then you got to make sure you don't you know, panic, you don't try to, you know, tackle them and then get juked. But he got also multiple um, opportunities. One time I think he kind of. Could have gotten a half sack but kind of failed just because it was like ah eh, you know what i already have three you know <laughs> mm-hmm. um but i do think that it's it's sustainable but you know you just hope it's at the right time right because i think he can beat anybody off the line i think he can beat any tackle like you're gonna have to account t- for him like with a back or you know a tight end chipping him or you're always going to have to slide protection to his way uh because he's that good like he's really good they they had show, they they showed a, a clip one time in slow motion of like his body lean into the tackle, and I saw the the back who was supposed to be there to block him flat out turned it down because he just didn't want to be look stupid. It, I've seen that look before. I've seen that like that. I've seen guys try to do that before. It was just he's just one of those guys where if you're if you're stuck on him alone, you're just you're not sleeping at night. You know, you're worried about being isolated on him, you know, and and like on especially like a third and long where, you know, the plays have to take a little bit longer. You're freaking out. That to me is is respect as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, uh, Christian, it's pretty wild, though. Pats are five and four. They got a winning record at the bye. There definitely is a path uh, to call back that phrase that Andy mentioned earlier in the show to get to the playoffs. Uh, with eight games remaining on the slate. Big game against the Jets in two weeks. And I'm sure you guys will be, and I'm not trying to produce or program your show, I'm sure you guys will be doing midseason awards and how they can fix the offense and what they can do. Just give me a little teaser. Give me Christian Fourier's first step in fixing the Patriots' offense before we let you go.
0: No, it's it's the offensive line. That's it. That's it. It's it's real simple. I think you can have a, a mediocre offensive play caller if your offensive line is just stout, nasty because they'll be like screw it we'll just run it like that's Tennessee. it just you can you can be them but just keep running it and don't just screw it we're gonna run it you know and then play good defense that's it
2: do they have the bodies do you do they have five that you feel comfortable you can slot in there
0: not a chance i don't know what happened to cole strange but i don't know what happened to cole strange but he is he's a shell of himself isaiah wins the disaster Like, you you just, you don't have it. And that's my, that's the issue. I don't think when it all is said and done, like, you're, you just don't have the bodies. So, so you'll probably end up being, you know, a game below 500. And then you'll be hoping that you get a good pick in the draft. That's probably what it'll be.
1: Well, that's cause for optimism. So thanks for cheering everybody up, Christian.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, listen, I'm stuck in traffic. So there, suck it. Oh, oh. Wh- whoa. Oh, wow. That was aggressive. Harsh. That was
1: shot. Jeez. We we're trying to be on your side, my friend. You can listen to a Monday through right, Friday, bye, two boys. to six. Marlone, Fourier, and Mago. And of course, don't forget, coming up soon, the Christian Fourier Crusade for a cure. Twenty five hours of Fourier and Friends on the radio coming to you in less than two weeks' time. I believe that's Wednesday, the 16th, 16th into the into the 17th. 17th here on WEI. Thanks, also Christian.
2: involved in that is the I don't know what the official name is it, the catch-off he's having with, with Jermaine, Jermaine Wiggins. Wiggins. 10 grand put
1: up by our friend Zudi. Speaking of which, how do you the spell Six it? Rings post-game show this hour brought to you by Zudi. Build any app your company needs in a week. Visit Zudi. That's Z-U-D-Y.com for your free trial. Can't wait for Christian's Crusade for a cure. Thanks for calling in on the Harbor One Hotline, Christian.